Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Who has the most to lose on Super Wild Card Weekend, a player or a coach? Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. So glad to have you. Just a couple days away, Super Wildcard Weekend kicks off Saturday afternoon, Perloff. And if you're talking about who's under pressure, who has the most to lose heading into this weekend, you would say who? I mean, I'm not oblivious to the noise, Maggie. I defended Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach. They've been a much better team since he got there. He took over a losing team and it's been to the playoffs three straight years, made it to the Super Bowl, and yet Philly wants him out. That's just a fact. Uh, former... Morning radio show host Angelo Cataldi went on the air yesterday and said, it's over. It's time to move on from this dude. Because everyone's assuming that they're going to lose. If not to the Bucks in round one, then certainly in round two. He, that would be three and done for yes. Sirianni with Lose. a Super Bowl appearance in the second season. Yes, so that, but I think specifically a loss to the Bucks, who looked pretty bad last week against the Panthers, would be devastating in Nick Sirianni's future. I honestly think it could. He's probably, I, I think more likely scenario is he's on the hot seat next year, but the reality is I think he could be Does he deserve done, to done. be fired if they lose? I don't, I defend him. Listen, he he lost two great coordinators. He lost uh, his best slot corner in C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He lost one of his best pass rushers. The team got old. It's not all on him. I think his problem, here's what I think his problem is. He's just too emotional. He wears, he says these goofy things. Hmm. They beat Kansas City and he's talking trash to the fans. He's on the sideline yelling at the refs and he's just gesticulating and I think that that makes him more vulnerable. His style. I mean, don't you agree with that? I think people love to hate on Nick Sirianni because he's such a goofball on the sideline. Listen, I, I think for stuff like that, it's are you winning or are you not winning? When you're winning, you can do that stuff and people put up with it. When you're not winning, you look like a loser. Right. But, I think if he was quieter, I think he could get get away with a down season a little more. I don't more. think it's all that. I think you're yada yachting and sort of paper macheing over him losing coordinators. It's your job, and it's good we should talk about this while yeah. the NFL's in a hiring cycle right now because – what you base a candidate on is not only are you a good head coach, who are you bringing with you? And then when you have success, like going to the Super Bowl, like the Eagles did, you have to assume you're going to lose your coordinators or at least one, and the Eagles lost both. It is the head coach's responsibility yeah. to continue to keep the cupboard stocked with good assistant coaches, well, and that, that falls on him. But that's ridiculous. You're saying you don't give him credit for bringing in Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. That's, he did a better job of bringing coordinators than anyone in the league, so he obviously has an eye for talent. Right, but then what happened this year? But it's pretty incredible that he brought in 
these two guys. So you can't say that he's bad at picking coordinators no, but, because he got both his coordinators hired away in their 30s. Okay, but now people who are Eagles fans, yeah, they they, they, they want the, they think the defense is awful. They think the offense is awful. So it's like, it, yes, good job. You got these two guys first in your first round, but you got you didn't handle success well because you couldn't replace them with dudes who were competent. Which yeah. is weird to say about a team that was 10-1. and one. I get that. But they um, really backslid at the end of the season. Yeah, but that particular criticism sounds funny to me. Because he did. He picked out Steichen and he picked out uh, Gannon. That was really, that, that was good choices. I didn't love Gannon. Nobody did. Yeah, you talk about Steichen. Angelo Cataldi wanted to run Gannon out of town, and they did. But here, just real quick, the Eagles before he got there, 22-25 and 25 in three years before he got there, and 34-17 and 17 in three years after. Normally in the NFL, that is a formula for sticking around. It's bizarre that he's on the hot seat, and there's something particular about Nick Sirianni's personality that I think is rubbing everybody the wrong way. I think the fans are near revolt. It's not bizarre at all. The last person who was here before Sirianni literally won a Super Bowl with the Eagles yeah. and got run out of town three years later. This is just listening to the noise, listening to the to the fans. But I get it when it comes to he should be able to restock the cupboard with assistance. That's what you hire a head coach for partly. And when it's crunch time and when things are bad, you can't turn to Matt Patricia. Yeah. Unless you wanna you unless you wanna be fired. Well, no, the Sean Desai before was was no better. Uh they that whole thing got messy. You know, the backstory, the Eagles Jonathan Gannon was leaving for Arizona, but Arizona broke the rules and hired him too quickly. Vic Fangio was in the building, and they wanted to hire Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator, but they couldn't hire him because they had to wait for the Jonathan Gannon situation to play out, which they ended up getting a draft pick for. So Fangio says, you know what, I'm not going to wait and takes the Miami job. Vic Fangio was supposed to be the Eagles defensive coordinator. They did not want to go with Desai. I'm going to quote a friend of mine. If if it's ifs and buts were candies and nuts, then every day would be Christmas because that's just like, you know, then bad job that you didn't pivot. Like I, not I, a, you know you, you all right it didn't work out that you didn't get Vic Fangio it's not like there weren't other good defensive coordinators out there you went for Vic Fangio light with Sean Desai who was a Fangio acolyte but everyone who's gripping this Patricia move it's just easy to make fun of Matt Patricia I, I think he's bad but yeah but Sean Desai was just as bad I mean there was there was no quarterback who was having trouble if you avoid getting sacked Honestly, I could beat any of the Eagles cornerbacks or safeties. You sit, you send me on a nine route, I'm going to fly past Reed Blankenship. So, so they just have a lack of talent on defense, too. It's a huge problem. We're talking about who has the most to lose in Super Wild Card Weekend. Perloff thinks it's Nick Sirianni. You think he actually would be fired if they lose to the Bucks? I think he's in real – if they lose to the Bucks, he's in real trouble, which yeah. is insane to me. I'm not doing it. I keep him. I, I think you, he's obviously earned another chance. I, yeah, I think he could be fired if they lose to the Bucks. I think the person with the most to lose in Super Wild Card Weekend is without a doubt Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy. Can you imagine <laughs> if they lose to the Packers? <laughs> First of all, Cowboys are seven and a half point favorite in this game. Cowboys are awesome at home. Like we know that these things are true about this game. The Packers are like babies. This is a baby team. <laughs> They're so young. It's the youngest team. And if McCarthy loses this home game, yeah. I know Jerry Jones had to clarify yesterday what he said when he you know, was asked about McCarthy's future and said, we're going to take it game by game. And then he had to clarify and say, hey, Mike's under contract next year. I've said it how many times I'm pleased with what he's doing. We're here because of him, yada, yada. It will be a bloodbath if McCarthy loses to the Packers. Yeah. There's no talking your way out of that one.
You're absolutely right, except here's my counter-argument. There is, there's no way they're losing to the Packers. Uh, the Packers, are you forgetting this, how bad the Packers' defense is? Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, who scored nine points in a must-win game against the Panthers, yeah. scored 34 on this Packers' defense. The Carolina Panthers themselves got 30 on the Packers' defense. The Carolina Panthers. I know. This, those are not real offenses. There is no way they are not going to be able to move the ball on the Packers' defense. So th- I'd be shocked. I mean, seven and a half is such a huge number that it's not an easy bet. But I, I just I, I don't even think it's a possibility. It might not be. But if you're asking me who's going to yeah, be yeah. feeling the tight collar, it's got to be Mike McCarthy because there's the Belichick swirling out yeah. there, you know, that if he was let go by the Patriots, then would Belichick be a good fit for Dallas? Cause Bill Parcells was there and all of that. There's so many connections and you talk, you like to talk about this and I get it, which is, you know, owners getting older and Jerry was very patient with Jason Garrett. Yeah. Maybe patient to a fault. That was not his reputation before Jason Garrett, by the way, the Cowboys were, Maybe a loyal organization to well, certain not players. To, not to Jimmy Johnson and not, not to Parcells either. Exactly. Yeah. And Campo and all these other guys. Like all the, they cycled through some head coaches there for a while. He was uh, very loyal to Jason Garrett. But we do know about the sort of weird love affair he's had with Mike McCarthy, his sleepover buddy. Uh, the real, <laughs> that I, sounds weird when you say that. I know. But let's, let's be honest about Mike McCarthy. What if he, that conversation is going to be there for the second and maybe even the third round because let's say they do beat the Packers and then they lose. Say they get the Bucks in the second round. Yeah, that's the same. Would you agree that that's the same situation where that would look really bad for him there? I think it's in the playoffs, but specifically for this wild card situation. While you have home games, you go yeah. to San Francisco, you get beat. We're having yeah, another yeah, conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, Sir, but if Sirianni wins this one game, then he's fine. If all he has to do is beat the Bucks, and he's totally fine. McCarthy's going to win this game. He's got two weeks of jeopardy. Because if we do the same segment next week, yeah. you know Mike McCarthy. Like Mike And by the way, it's interesting you didn't go with your coach because I think he could easily fit into this. Listen, if if they lose to the Steelers when they're a 10-point favorite, I think Sean McDermott's definitely feeling it. now. Feeling it done or feeling it like in trouble? If it were me, it'd be done. But that's me. I, If you're talking about a player who's got the most to lose – You and I disagree on this. I think there's pressure on Tua here. No. Now, we talked about the Miami Dolphins uh, in the first hour and just how this really kind of bad luck, right? All the injuries hitting at this bad time. Uh, Tua throws the bad pick at the end of the game against the Bills, and now all of a sudden, instead of hosting potentially two playoff games in Miami, you have to go on the road to Kansas City where the weather forecast on Saturday night, literally zero degrees. Yeah. And if you've ever been to Arrowhead, not only is it crazy loud and tough to play in there, the wind yeah. is nuts at Arrowhead. 20 mile per hour winds already. I mean, this that, is going to be bad. However, here's the thing about Tua. You're talking about a guy who kudos to him for staying healthy all year, but he's sitting on the doorstep of maybe the highest, one of the highest contracts in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's in line now to get paid and be the next guy. If you look bad... In this game, mm. like, what are we paying you for? You're never, you're not going to be able to play in perfect conditions all the time. That's the thing about playing a number one in the AFC East, and number two, this is what the money's for. You've got to overcome some of these deficiencies because for all the defensive injuries that the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins have undergone, what was the score in that game against Buffalo? This th- this wasn't crazy. They basically let up. 14 points because 
Buffalo scored on a special teams punt return for a touchdown against this Buffalo offense that seems to have the confidence of everybody in the yeah. NFL. Miami was good. The defense was good against Buffalo. Buffalo didn't run roughshod over them. That happened earlier in the year in September. Well, they but did. Not I mean, last they, they gained a million yards. They just but blew they it. Score. Yeah, because Josh Allen's a moron in the <laughs> red zone. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, or credit to Vic Fangio, who's I mean, confusing the crap out of Josh Allen. Miami played Kansas City in warm weather and scored 14 points. Miami's not a good team. That was this in year. Germany. Wasn't Everybody it? I knows. Don't the weather. Everyone knows Miami wasn't good this year. That's a fact. I mean, they didn't beat not, anybody. I'm not gonna You've say been that. high on Miami, but I think the rest of the NFL nation is like, oh, they've just beaten up bad teams. You know, they beat Denver 70 to 20. They have not been really anybody. And nobody, Tua should be on a beach playing one of those little guitars. What are those called? It's called a ukulele. A ukulele. Seems yes. kind of stereotyping. Should, yeah. <laughs> but he does actually play that. He did yeah. it for the Manning cast. Yeah, yeah. Or actually, was that a big, Was that a real guitar? Or a, I don't remember. But anyway, it's beach time for Tua. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> it's that is a beach time. He is not built. They know he's not going to play in zero degree weather. It's going to be one of the coldest playoff games in NFL history. Okay, but he's in the AFC East where he has to play in... Buffalo, New England, yeah. and New Jersey. Well, New that's York. on Miami for not getting the home seed. I think actually this works out okay for Miami in the sense that now they might not have to pay him, say, Kyler Murray money, $180 million. Now they can look closer to Daniel Jones. Like, this will be an excuse not to pay him, which is probably the wiser path. Are you really ready to commit four years to Tua Tagovailoa? Okay, but you had Mike McDaniel, who you hired specifically, well, for a lot of reasons, I'm yeah. sure, but... Also to come in and say, Tua, you're the man. Yes. And because Tua Ryan led, Flores never did that. And he absolutely did it. Tua led the NFL in passing yards this season. He is fixed to a tongue of Iloa. You realize how it usually goes in the NFL. Like, it's a guy you drafted with a top five pick. Yeah. You've turned him around. He did what you asked and stayed healthy. The jujitsu, whatever, it's working. And now you're not going to pay him? I, I think it, a lot of teams, and same with the Cowboys or Dak Prescott, they'd love to go two or three years here. See what they got. And maybe they're not going to have to pay $230 million guaranteed like Deshaun Watson. They're not going to have to pay. The Cowboys are going to have to pay Dak Prescott $250 million. There's no way they're going to have to do that with Tua. If he loses this playoff game, they're in a great spot. They know this is not the year. Listen, they're still developing. Mike McDaniel is still a young coach. I mean, even if they, they win. They had the Division One. Even if they win this game. There, is there any way they're going to be Buffalo again? Oh, my and, God. If they win this game, Tua's probably going to get the biggest contract in history. Imagine yeah. what would the anatomy of pulling off this upset. If they win this game, it's not going to be because of Tua. It's going to be because they ran all over them. There's no way that they're going to be able to pass in these situations. 855-212-4CBS. But the quarterback will get credit because they always do. 855-212-4227. And you have Tyree Kill in a revenge game, and you've got Waddle back. How on earth are you going to get the ball to Tyree Kill in 20-mile-an-hour wind in zero-degree weather? Got to find a way. Uh, you better hope that Kansas City drops everything. But you could right, run HN and Mostert right down their throat. That's a possibility. And Tua could have 85 yards of passing and win this game. It's going to be low scoring. It was 21-14 in Germany, and I think it was a pretty decent weather. This this is zero degrees and both teams are slumping. So I, I see a really low scoring game here. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So who has the most at stake? Who has the most to lose in this super wild card weekend? Perloff says Nick Sirianni. I said Mike McCarthy, and I'm also putting Tua in that conversation as well. So we, double for you. Good. Because I, I didn't want you to bring up Jalen Hurts' name because he's all of a sudden. They already paid him. Yeah, I know, but they pay, you know, they paid Carson Wentz. That like all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden there people in Philly want out of him. 
Do you know who doesn't have anything to lose? Like, I like the teams. I'm going to root for the teams this week that have nothing to lose. Okay, nobody who cares. Has nothing to lose. Jordan Love. Nobody. Everyone is in love with Jordan Love right now. He could throw seven interceptions, <laughs> Nathan Peterman style. Wow. <laughs> and I think that everyone is high on on him. Uh, so the the I don't think Mason Rudolph has anything to lose. He's probably going to get destroyed by the Bills. Uh, I don't think Baker Mayfield does he have anything to lose? Would you would you consider him? I think he's his his fate is kind of sealed. I think he's going to be a bridge quarterback in Tampa until they find something. Else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 guys uh, who are in a good position here, playing with house CJ money. Stroud, CJ Stroud, a bit of house money. I don't think anyone, everyone's excited about him. So the young guys are in good shape this week. But I I you're, I think two is closer to CJ Stroud than he is to to Jalen Hurts. Like, there's no expectation here. Oof, Expectations disagree. kill you. That's the thing. They're at least they're underdogs. I mean, Mike. You said Mike McCarthy. He's a seven half point favorite. If he blew that, it would just be horrible for Cowboys fans. It's like the Miami Dolphins didn't win eleven games this year, and we're in the driver's seat for the division if they had just simply beaten a division opponent at home. It's like that just went up in smoke. It's not. It's not true. There should be expectations on the Dolphins. Eight five five two and two. One winning team. The Patriots beat two winning teams. The Dolphins beat one. <laughs> That's a stat that's flying around. Yeah. They beat nobody, Maggie. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, coming up, there is a conversation that is going on right now in our chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, that you are going to love, Perlo. And someone sent us a package. A gift? Hopefully not uh, Cole. <laughs> Someone sent us a package. We are going to open that up live on the air. So, again, if you oh want to watch the show, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Now, the only reason I think it could be Cole is because it does say, Attention, Maggie and Perloff, and has the address of the studio. And then it says, Happy Holidays on the outside of it, written in Sharpie. So, why Cole? I don't know. Like, maybe somebody. <laughs> Happy Holidays sounds like a nice sentiment. It could be, unless you're trying to head fake us. Like, we think mm. it's something nice, and then inside is something not nice. I have no idea. We have no idea what's in this thing. Kind of like the emails and tweets we get that are sometimes <laughs> not so nice. That It happens. You know, yeah. You're in the public eye. It's going to happen. So, this is, uh, this is the surprise. We're all going to find out together what's in the box. The last time, it was a sweatshirt from our friend in Oregon. What is it going to be today? 855-212-4CBS. Maggie and Perloff. Hey, if you ever want to listen to the show, it's so, so easy. Just tell your smart speaker to play Maggie and Perloff or play CBS Sports Radio, and we will pop right up. Also, you can find us on the absolutely free-to-download Odyssey app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 158. Who's got the most to lose this Super Wild Card weekend? We want to hear from you. 855-212-4CBS. All right. Jamming here. All right, we're back on Maggie and Perloff. The line right now in KC Miami is four and a half, and the over under is forty four. I'm sorry, and the weather you, is zero. You know how zero I am, degrees. Maggie. You know how I loved it. I was so excited to come in this morning and talk about the high wind and rain on the East Coast today. Oh no, I got a better conversation that's developing in our chat right now. Weather related? No, but something else that you would love to talk about, as we have called Perloff uh, Sad Dad. Uh, Everyone in the chat is weighing in on how much a gallon of gas is where they live in the country. Wait, are they up or down right now? I don't drive anymore, so I don't... It looks like down. So yeah. who was the first person who did this? They said that they were paying 249 Wronger said he's paying 249 for a gallon of gasoline. And Daily News uh, is in the chat said, 
where Saudi Arabia, which is a hilarious line. And then everyone else started putting where, what they're paying four ninety nine in some places, four sixty nine in other places. Um, we think it's about three dollars around here. I saw two ninety seven this morning on the way to the train. There you go. Yeah, under three bucks a gallon. I thought you'd be into gas prices. You're into talking about traffic and weather, and you don't want to talk about gas prices. No, I don't drive anymore, so it's not in my, I. It's not in my life anymore. But I still thought you'd be interested. No. This is right in your wheelhouse. It was when I was driving to Connecticut every day. Um, yeah, I have a weird thing with gas too. Uh, this is too. <laughs> yeah. You should yeah. let us know before we walk yeah, into the studio I'll, I'll with you. So that's not cool to pull on. You know, us I live in the borough of Brooklyn. Yes. As you get into slightly dicier parts of Brooklyn, the gas price goes down and down and down. Interesting. But if you're there at night, <laughs> oh, do you want to stop? You do definitely do not want to stop in East New York because it's two seventy five a gallon. <laughs> so I'm kind of out of the gas game these days. Pete, that you'll be relieved to know that. <laughs> no one ever really gets out of the gas. <laughs> Depends what was for lunch. Yeah, right. uh, that is interesting. So that is, uh, I'm, I'm psyched that it's down. That's good for everybody, right? Mm, yeah, for sure. Love when gas prices are down. I had Philip Bar SUV the other day. It was like forty bucks. It was awesome. You, I'm, oh, so you notice? I did notice because normally I'm used to fifty at least. Take oh, out okay. a mortgage on the. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, you're in New Jersey. Yeah. In New Jersey, you can't still can't pump your own gas, right? Nope, they pump it for you. But it's a reason tip? to move there. Do you hmm. tip? Yes. Because if you tip a dollar, then you're giving away all the savings on it immediately. So I tip. I can't say every time because sometimes I get caught a little bit off guard. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I generally go to the same place. So I see the same guys over and over. So if I don't get them one time, I'll make it up for it the next time. So and around the holidays, I'll tip more, stuff like that. Yeah, your tip is uh, eating into your savings. I I've don't seen... care. I just don't have to get out of the car. Sad dad topic, by the way. A yeah. lot of people are complaining there's too many things to tip on these days. There, there's a movement in America that we're over-tipping. That well, is really just controversial. Just came off the holidays. But I, yeah. I realize that's part of some people's, like, salary. So I was a bartender, you know, when I was, uh, you know, young in New York City and being an aspiring sports caster or whatever this is called. And uh, tips were huge for me. It was how I made my living. Right. right. But in Europe, they don't tip at all. Right. And also, too, I think I recently watched a movie about Uber. One of the great things about Uber early on is you didn't have to think about the tip. It was built into the price. Yeah, now you do have to tip. Now you do have to tip. You have to think about it. It's a, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to get into this. You've got me uh, totally out of sports and now into dad stuff. Thank <laughs> I you. thought you'd be into the gas prices thing. I'm, this is an upset. Uh, Craig is in Washington. He's got a thought on Perloff's other favorite topic, the weather. Hey, Craig, how are you? I very well. I love this diatribe. Uh, you guys are amazing, and I love the show. Um, it turns out, uh, I, I hope this memory is correct, Dan Marino once uh, saw his lineman uh, looking at a pile of snow that had been plowed off the field in Buffalo and said, <laughs> Great story. Oh, yeah. Craig, thank you. Sorry, can't say that word. Um, but yeah. we got the point, and thank you for the compliment. Yeah, and by the way, Dan Marino, of course, is the Western New York. He knows Western snow. Western Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania, right. He knows snow really well. Uh, I could totally see that happening. That, that's, I, I remember, too. Do you guys remember the Don Shula when he soaked the field against the, the Jets? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love. Ridiculous. I totally am a believer that the weather... The great Don Coriel Chargers, which somebody called about yesterday, they went into Cincinnati in 81, and it was minus 7. 
They were they were a dynasty, a Super Bowl team. I think the weather cost them their only chance at a Super Bowl. So I believe weather is gigantically important here. I know. I think that's something that should get brought up a little more in the draft process. Because this happens, I know this as being a Bills fan. Like, the Bills had a had – they still do this. Like, they're drafting guys from where? Alabama, Georgia, Florida. It's like, can they play in the mm. cold? Some guys haven't even seen cold weather, felt cold weather. Like, Leonard Fournette got signed by the Bills, and he's played in cold weather. Yeah. Signed by the Bills, obviously, LSU. And he goes, it's colder than a Penguin's yeah. – you know what out here? It's no, like, I don't, Maggie. Uh, well, did you see it? You? That's yeah. funny. Zeke Elliott said, I've always wanted to play in a snow game. He played in a snow game last week. He goes, I've always wanted to play in the snow game. Kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to I, the party. And he's went to Ohio State, so I was wondering, <laughs> how could he have never played in a snow game? Josh Allen, of course. It's funny. Helped him. From Wyoming. But that dude is from the desert of California. He never grew up with snow at all. But he's just gigantic. So I think it's more body type, right? If you have Listen, a big guy with big hands, that's why Kenny Pickett doesn't work in Pittsburgh. You can't play in the bad weather with small hands. Pitt, though. <laughs> you didn't play there for college. Here's the thing about this is what people love to say about cold weather that's a state of mind. Those are people who are not from a cold place. Mm, I don't know. What, what do you mean? So, you, like, so you're saying you need this, the right strength or body type or team build to no, be I a run it, team? I think you have to get used to playing it. I don't think you can trick your mind. If you're if you're coming up from uh, from Miami and you don't have never played in cold weather, you can't just be like, ah, it's a state of mind. You have to play in it, get used to it, and understand what it's going to feel like, like to hit the ground when it's freezing to, you know, how, how do you control your, you know, uh, body temperature and stuff and you're sweating and it's cold and the – it's it's a skill. Tom Absolutely. Brady used to wear a scuba suit underneath his his uniform. You got to play in this to understand it. You know, it's really funny. The Green Bay Packers are the ultimate home field advantage with cold weather, and then they started losing these cold weather games in the playoffs. It made no, how did they always lose their cold weather games? They lost to the Giants. They lost to the Cowboys. Lost like, the Giants not twice. the Cowboys. Yeah, they lost to the Giants twice. They lost the other year. Right. Anyway, so you can't build a cold weather team. Yeah, the one the one year Rodgers did with the Super Bowl, they were a wild card team. Uh, Bogus just here with headlines. It seemed like you were about to say something, and then... Oh, no, I just waved to uh, the Packer reference about the Giants. I knew that they, they had lost the Giants both times in the cold weather. Oh, As so... if I was a Giant, I was <laughs> celebrating those two wins. Yeah, Lawrence Tynes over here. Yeah, red-faced Tom Coughlin. Uh, <laughs> for the first time since 2016, for just the eighth time in the AP poll era, the top two teams in men's college basketball lose to unranked teams on the same day. Number two, Houston suffering its first loss of the season, 57-53 at Iowa State. And number one, Purdue did not survive a trip to Nebraska. High post to Alec. He's got Tominaga coming to it. Hides chasing him, fires, and scores! It unbelievable! Unbelievable three by Kasey Tominaga. That's Cornhuskers Radio. Kasey Tominaga scored 19, five threes. Zach Eady held to just 15 points. Nebraska 88, Purdue 72. The Huskers' first win over number one in 41 years. How Num- crazy is this? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, this The guy from Nebraska, Tominaga? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? So he was an Olympian. For Japan, he played in the Olympics as a three-on-three basketball player. He's like 22. He's got so – I love it. I, he's my new favorite player. But that's wild. You're taking the floor against a dude who's like competed in the Olympic Games. And that three-on-three is only getting more popular because there's a lot of players now, like high-end players on the women's side too, that have yep. played that 
like in the off season and in the Olympics now too, it's a big deal. It's kind of a great equalizer, right? Because yeah. it's tough to play against like the United States or Australia or Spain or whatever. They yeah. generally have a size advantage or Serbia, whatever. You know, this is a way for maybe a team like Japan to come and win a medal. Right, because you need four good players, not 12. Right. Yeah, and also, too, you have a different skill set for three-on-three. Three. Totally. Yeah. Guy in our basketball run plays competitive three-on-three. Three. You need outside shooting is everything in three-on-three. Yeah. Three. So, And this guy sounds they like he's that kind Steph of player. They call him the Steph Curry of Japan. He's playing in Nebraska. And they I didn't even know the he existed until in five years. And you're, you got a, you're knee-deep in him. I got nothing. I didn't know he existed until this three-pointer. I did a deep dive. I, I was like, man, Fred Hoiberg is the coach of the Cornhuskers? <laughs> no. Get out of here. Then he been the there fight for five thing, years. Zach Eady <laughs> played against Fred Hoiberg, too, in college, too. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that guy still playing? How old is he? 30. Uh, he uh, looks 30. Pro basketball last night. The Raptors losing at the Lakers 132-131. Maybe because L.A. took 23 more free throws than Toronto. Simply put... Scotty Barnes deserves better. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. That's Raptors Get head him, coach Darko Ryakovich. Is Scotty Barnes going to be the face of the NBA? I mean, I know he's good, but is he that good? People love them some Scotty Barnes. I know. I have no idea. This is shame. Where's EJ? <laughs> oh, EJ loved any. EJ thinks every player who's 23 is going to be the face of the NBA. <laughs> but especially if they're Knicks. Yeah, Quentin Grimes is going to be the face of the right. NBA to him. Uh, an odd game in Detroit last night. The Pistons led by 20 in the first quarter. The Kings led by 15 in the third. The game was tied in the fourth. And then Sacramento won by 21, 131-110. DeMontis Sabonis, 37 points, 10 rebounds, and 13 assists. Wink Martindale is still the Giants' defensive coordinator this morning, almost 48 hours since reports said he was resigning. Here's maybe what happened. New reports say Martindale cursed out head coach Brian Dable after Dable fired Martindale's top lieutenant. Wink then stormed out of the facility, eventually got to the airport, I assume in Newark, and flew home to Florida. And here we are Wednesday morning, and this is how the Giants' season is ending. I mean, a storm out. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of fits with Dayball and Wink Martindale. It kinda, it does, does this surprise anyone? They're kind of fiery guys. I think that Dayball baited him. Yeah, like, definitely. He knew that if he fired his top guy that yep. he was going to get ticked off, and I think Wink Martindale just totally took the cheese in the trap and did it. Now, the question is, has anyone here ever stormed out of a work environment? Like, have you ever slammed a door, cursed anyone out, and, like, stormed out of work? Because I got to imagine, it probably feels great in the moment, and then you get in your car, and you're like, what did I just do? This is not the room for that question. There's a bunch of softies. I mean, maybe Velotti <laughs> has, but I certainly have not. I'm pretty anti-confrontation. If I'm, up, if I'm upset about something, I will be quiet and leave. Got it. Ooh, okay. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll t- pick up my bag and go. Well, now I we got to be worried once. about that. I stormed out once. You did storm out once. Not here. Okay. Uh, when I was uh, running the college radio station when I was in, uh, in, in college. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, it's Good th- place to run the college radio <laughs> station. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I, there was something that happened in the meeting that I was kind of ambushed on, and I picked up my bag. And I, I, I did they ask you why you were there? <laughs> You're like, all right, we don't need a 32-year-old to run a college radio station anymore anyway. <laughs> Didn't you graduate? This that, is a that college was in the beginning. That was in the beginning. You don't even go here. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes, they asked me all those questions. <laughs> and you stormed out. <laughs> Did they show up drunk for the meeting? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. That was Pete's I, date from yesterday. That, <laughs> Long ago. Do you know what Pete's they said? Happily at, married. After you left the room, they're like, who is that old man who just left the room? <laughs> In a huff. <laughs> I saw him at the at the bar on a date. It looked like it was going terrible. <laughs> you should have stormed off on the date. I should have. Yeah. Created a scene. Knock over her drink. I'm out of here. Flip a table. Wait, Maggie, uh, so you clearly stormed out of something. I've stormed in. Wait. (laughs) I've never stormed out. Like Kramer. (laughs) Well. What do you mean stormed in? I stormed in to someone's office once on behalf of someone else. Ooh. How'd it go? uh, I did not change the outcome of what I stormed in about. I stormed in because I thought an injustice was happening to a colleague. I assume a colleague got... Fire yeah, and I stormed in full head of steam, and uh, and I was genuinely super duper ticked off, and uh, and nothing changed, and so I didn't feel better or worse. I still felt awful about what, the outcome of it. So I've stormed in. I've never stormed out. I was considering a storm in the other day, and then I got more information and realized it would have been a bad decision. So I, <laughs> oh, yes. I, I know what this is about. I did oh, not. that's good. Wait, get out of here. You're storming the studio? There's something, that was, something happening right now that's storming-worthy? <laughs> not storming, but I... You feel left out I wasn't going to, like, kick the door down, but I was ticked off by some information I had heard, and I was figuring out how I was going to address it. And then I got the full story and realized I couldn't address it, uh. so I had to stand down. I got to be honest, one thing I'm learning, and I think Perloff and I or all of us are learning about Bogish. Bogish has got information. You talk yeah. to a lot of people around here. I get a lot. I but I don't understand. I've been here now uh, two years. There's nothing happening out there. Mm. <laughs> this is the most dead workplace I've ever been in my entire <laughs> Drive life. Drive with I me to some... Texas, buddy. I got stories. <laughs> There's no <laughs> drama out there. I go out in the newsroom. There's not a human being speaking to another human You're being. Well, just like you guys have never even well, met Sam- each other. Santa's not here yet, so yeah. once he gets here. Oh, yeah, Santa. Yeah, you got to be here past 11. That's when things start to pick up. Oh, is there... We worked with yeah. Santa for two years. Oh, my God. We, we were here them. three to six. I mean, honestly, you could hear a pin drop in that newsroom. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> cutting tape. We're working hard. Yeah. 11 to 1 Eastern time. That's the This is thing. also, uh, this is the most, I think this is the most passive-aggressive workplace I've ever been in because you don't hear it. Like, I've been in newsrooms where it's everyone's yelling at each other. That ne- Does that happen here? Oh, you see me yell at the keyboard this morning? I was yelling a lot about five Pete, I can't, I, can't, I can't picture you yelling. Oh. Only at inanimate <laughs> objects. Pete yells? Wait. Pete only yells. All the time. Well, for some Ryan reason, just chimed in. Maggie, you know Pete knows. yelling? I did not know that. Pete, I didn't think you were a yeller. You for, seem like a lover to me, not a fighter. For some reason, this morning, I sat at my computer and the keyboard was unplugged, for for no reason whatsoever. So I started cursing at the at the keyboard and and the person that unplugged it. Plug it back in, or if there's a problem, call engineering. Well, see, that's also a function of when we start our day. Right. Like, you really can't have any major hiccups when you're in the office at 5 a.m. No. You really need things to go smoothly. But grumbling curse words yourself is not yelling in the <laughs> office. Were you really yelling at anyone, Pete? Come on. Uh, ask uh, Billy. I-, I was yelling at the computer. <laughs> I wasn't yelling at anybody. Computer but, can't yeah. yell back. That's Billy's probably fearing for his life. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> All right, but, and okay. Kaplan says I- Bogish is plugged in. Have you guys, I mean, you worked at SI. There was hundreds of people around. Everybody was emotional. There was actually inner office relationships. There was all sorts of drama going on. This place is a tombstone <laughs> out there. I'm sorry. So, There's just nothing. It's dead. 
And it, it actually is quite boring to me. Well, it has SI, calmed did, down. SI did have the secret relationships. The, there aren't enough Tons women here. <laughs> well, um, and you're happily married, so. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, and me and Amy are both married. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think that stuff happens in the non radio portion of the floor. The Not sales department's oh, got to have sure. that stuff. Right, but if you're only there one day a week, when are you going to have this <laughs> inner office relationship? <laughs> right. Online. That's, that's a shot. That's right. I'm being honest and observant. I mean, come on. Let's go out and out and walk around this building and find some drama. There's nothing going on here. I need some juice in the office. The, I didn't know people existed in the other rooms till a couple days ago. <laughs> and that's right. by accident. There's a putting green over there in, in the sales You mean room. the sales department? The, I didn't know people were there. I walked in there and I was like, why are there people here? Is this when you were going to our office? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know they, they people sold things here. Yeah. And there's just a whiteboard that says sales and, and nothing on it. <laughs> to be determined. Right. TBD. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let me just ask you this. I, do you know gonna... that, Ryan, do you know there's an entire 11th floor? I know there's an 11th floor. I've never been there. They it's like parties up there. I'm it's forbidden. <laughs> it's too high. Can I ask you a question? 10 and it. No. We're on 10. That's it. Forget the sales side. Forget the business side, the PR side. There's a newsroom here. Have you guys ever heard a vigorous debate, a uh, constructive yes. debate about sports in that newsroom? Yes, it's I all never about have. the Knicks. I know. That's why I walk right past it and just keep going. I, I, I feel like the there's best. not that a lot of like, creative juices out there. I'm sorry. I feel like you have wow. a random Knicks argument. No, it's just not. That's not the style of this place. People sort of cloister into their creative pockets. Siphon off a little bit. Yeah, yeah there yeah, are creative yeah. things happening here. Because at SI, I used to be in a newsroom, and there were ideas yelling and be like, oh, you know, we should talk about the Colts and all this crap. I never hear that. <laughs> yeah, because you're cloistered in your little office in the back. Also. Sit by the common folk. But there's, it's it's nice and empty back there. <laughs> sit, at the computer, sit at the desk with no computer. That, yeah. That's a good one. Also, I mean, let's not hold up SI right now as the bastion and beacon of all good things considering yeah. they replaced the writers with AI. You know, you're right. Because Bogus sits right in the heart of everything, and he probably hears everything. I, we hear nothing. No, I think Bogus is, he's, as Kaplan said, plugged in. I'm also a lifer. Been here for 12 years. You, you know, know a lot of people. You know where the skeletons are buried? Everything. Wow. Man. Same here. Can we ask you one question in the break about something, and will you tell us the truth? I think so. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying to know what this is. <laughs> you have a question? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yes, a I did fight with Sam there. <laughs> Whoa! Many times. Are Not you serious? Fist fight, though. Oh no, no. We used to yell at each other back and forth. Well, I get he that. Hates Santa. I mean, we worked with Samter too. <laughs> we're in a we're in a good a good, a good place right now. A good place. Oh, good. Yes. Because you're never here at the same right. time. <laughs> you're in a good place. Exactly. Separate. I'm gonna be honest. A little bit of a weight class disparity with the two of you. Oh yes. If you were gonna throw down. Oh no, there'll be no contest. We once put Samter in a box and then yeah. pushed the box over. <laughs> Where was I for this? Can we just say we love Mike Sampter? We're looking Mike forward Sam. to hanging out great with him guy. at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's a great hang Super Bowl he week, is by the way. Hang. Maybe number one in this whole company. Honestly, Perloff and I would walk in, and Sampter would have the better restaurant story, the better everything from yeah, the night before. Yeah, honestly, Sampter like, hey, Mike, you want to come out to dinner? I was like, no, nah, I got plans every time. <laughs> and then, then you'd walk by him in a restaurant, he'd like holding court with like 12 <laughs> media members. Everyone's Down laughing. Yeah, everyone's like, we have our nose pressed up against the glass. Like, hey, it looks pretty fun in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do see you fighting with them. That, that, <laughs> and I would pay to watch video of that. Oh my god! And they've never worked directly together. 
We Imagine have, if but, you did. We have. You've been oh, yeah. the same on the same show? Yeah, the yes. morning show. T- uh, Tiki uh, oh, I forgot Brandon about that. and Dana. And Sorry, that was year one and a half. Oh, I forgot. my gosh. I think all the stories are out from that era. Black I don't skeletons in that in that class. I would say I don't know if we could sell a documentary or that, but I'd watch a thirty for thirty on that, <laughs> knowing the people involved in that. You could do a thirty for that. You have a lot of content yeah. for that for at least an hour. You know what though? Everyone landed in a great spot though out of that show. Everyone did. Dana, Tiki, Tierney, everyone landed with on the, their feet on the ground. Right? Except Pete, Pete and Samter. Except Pete and Samter. 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 We're going to meet in the parking lot later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the most interesting part would probably be Pete and Samter, but I don't think we could sell that to a production company. Walk into <laughs> HBO. So there are these two guys. Mike's short. Pete loves wrestling. I, I don't know. Uh, HBO boxing still around? You sell it to them. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay. We got a package. Someone sent us a gift. We think we're going to open it live on the air next. If you want to watch youtube.com slash CBS sports radio, twitch.tv slash CBS sports radio. And if you're listening on one of our amazing CBS sports radio affiliates, theater of the mind, we've got you covered. What's in the box. We find out next Maggie Perloff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right. Exciting. Bogus, you're staying in here for this? Uh, for safety's sake, yeah. <laughs> we got a package. We love it when people send us stuff. This one is, uh, let's see. Tension, Maggie Gray and Andrew McLovin Perloff. Happy holidays. This is from Eric in Portland. It says oh, so yeah. on the side of the box. Probably a DP show fan. Portland was our number one market. Oh, great. Highest infiltration. Eugene and Portland were one and two. For years. We love Portland. We and uh, love nobody's Eugene. tan in Portland, just like me. So <laughs> I feel like I'm very popular there. You think you speak to them. All right, I'm just going to read this first. So it doesn't look like it's cold. It's definitely not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. So we're all in good shape here. Uh, I just want to make sure it doesn't say don't read on the air. Okay. I think this is okay. It's a picture. I'm not going to hold that up. But it says, go Niners, go Ducks. Eric in Portland. And it's a picture of Eric holding up a San Francisco 49ers banner with his four-year-old son Cooper with me. 
let me know if you open my gift on the air. Got his phone number, got an email address, so I'll be reaching out to you. Eric and his little son, Cooper. I'm not going to show the kid, though, on camera. And we got two things here. One for Maggie. And this for McLovin. Here you go, Perloff. All right. It looks like T-shirt. Oh. Getting some swag. Oh, I already see the color scheme oh, here. Eric. Oh, this one's going to hit right where it hurts. <laughs> Brock Purdy for MVP. Mm. The hill that I've been dying on. That <laughs> Brock is not the MVP. Yes. I oh, think we can wear great. that. This is by right, let's put them on. I was looking for an excuse to jump on the 49ers bandwagon to actually right? have somebody to root for in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I'm actually you not going to put my on, on the right 49ers now. bandwagon. You're I'm already on the 49ers bandwagon. <laughs> you know I love Brock Purdy. All and right. you laugh. Brock Purdy's definitely coming in second in MVP voting. Doesn't that count for something? Well, I'm putting it on because Eric and his adorable son, Cooper, sent this to us, and I've been railing against Brock Purdy. No, he's not the MVP. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's, you know, he's a product of the system. So but you've I been will... railing against him, but yeah. if he comes in second in MVP voting, does that sort of prove you wrong? Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Red on that. Yeah, definitely 100%. Because who's second in MVP voting? Lamar Jackson obviously has a one. Yeah. It's Brock. All right. How do I look in this uh, 49ers color? It's a great this, color scheme. This is not generally, red's not usually my color. All right. Yeah, Brock I love Purdy. it. Thank you, Eric in Portland. Thank you to your son, Cooper. Send us both these uh, these t-shirts. All right. Go, All right, go Niners. Does this mean I got to be on the Brock Purdy MVP right now? Because I got the swag? You can. He can't. No, you can't, Perloff. But you I already root for an NFC team. I love Brock Purdy. Big fan. And I think the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. So let's go. No. I think you should jump on the Niners Super Bowl bandwagon. Why not? I'm, I don't do that. That's not my thing. I have a team. Mm. I'm a fan of them. That's it. Principles. Period. Full stop. All right. Well. <laughs> this is like foreign concept. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, like, his brain was just working like a beautiful mind. Like he can't get it to compute. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant, and now he's a flat-out baller on a team of ballers. This is a good story to root for. I know, but you don't join the bandwagon be... of the number one seed. If the Bills were out of the playoffs, would you pick a team? No. This is very unique that we get to work in sports and also be fans. I'm not just going to sacrifice you, that. I realize how lucky we are. You mean I can't root for both teams in the Super Bowl? <laughs> wow. Well, you have the over. I oh, will. Yeah. Pete, you don't know me well enough. I could easily pull that off. Oh, I know that. <laughs> Thank you to Eric in Portland. Thank you to your son, Cooper. Go Niners. Go Ducks. Thanks for the gift. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.